0: Hello, and welcome to Positive Spark Plug. I'm your host, Candace, and I'm so excited for you to be joining me today. Today's podcast, I joined the consortium of coaches, the roundtable, where I was joining Coach Joseph, Coach Pat, and Coach Blake. And in this episode, at this table, we discuss ways that we as individuals, we as a family, and we as a society can make this time during this pandemic the most out of it. How can we see the positivity within all of this? How can we make the changes that are needed to be made? And how can we come out of this on top, better as individuals? better and stronger as a family and more on top as a society this episode is fantastic it is fun it is a mixture of three different opinions and i truly truly hope you guys enjoy this i hope you guys get some value out of it and i hope you guys take away something that you can implement into your guys's own life are you guys ready because here we go Welcome to The Round Table.
1: Okay, here we go. We are live with the Consortium of Coaches. So thank you very much for joining. So we have Patrick Savori, Blake Miles, and Candace Axford. Thank you very much, guys, for joining this call. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Thank
0: you for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for joining. And myself, I am Joseph Serfati. We are all coaches. And uh, this is an idea that Blake and I have had for a while. We wanted to do something called the coaches round where we have a gathering of coaches and to discuss a topic and uh, in order to serve the general public and, uh, you know, people like who need that inspiration, that empowerment in their day to day lives. And it's great because each coach has a different style of coaching, but we all Pretty much have that same message uh, to help people be the best versions of themselves. So, in today's first edition of the Consortium of Coaches, um, our topic of discussion uh, would be: it's like, so given that we're already two weeks into the COVID-19 pandemic, two weeks that it's been declared. So personally for me, I'm in day 16 of self-isolation. Some may have gone, I don't know about you guys, some may have gone on autopilot and there are others who are frantically uh, trying to figure out what to do next uh, in terms of job, finances, to maintain their sanity uh, because if they have children, what to do with them as well. And a lot of families are working remotely and have to homeschool their children at least an hour a day and also come up with activities in order to kind of Keep them active and uh, so we're all going through this and in order we need to keep our resilience tank full or keep it in check so in today's conversation i want to talk about ideas how we can help others guide others in checking in with daily habits doing a self check-in or review of the past two weeks right we've been in self-isolation so how are we right so whoever wants to go first, let's talk about, what in terms of daily check-ins, daily habits, what can we do first in order to uh, make sure we don't lose it?
0: I, I would love to jump in first on this one. Um, this is a topic that um, I'm huge on. Um, it is uh, daily gratification. You got to definitely check in on what you are grateful for um, with the fear and scarcity being at the forefront of a lot of people's lives right now with financial, um, with not knowing what to do with kids not being able to go to school uh, going to work all of that kind of stuff where everybody is so uncertain of what's going to happen next it's very um, key that you keen in on all of the small tiny little things that we all have a chance to be grateful for waking up in the morning, the first breath that you breathe, being able to smell coffee or tea, whatever you drink, um, being able to sit on the couch and not have to rush anywhere and not having to pay for gas every twice, twice a week because you travel so far to go to work. Um, being able to learn something new about your children all sorts of things that you can be um, narrowing in on reflecting on and just taking time to be present within and just being grateful and when you take gratification and you narrow your energy in on that um, you're living on the highest vibration and I find it's really hard um, for other negative emotions to kind of get into your um, your 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 physical and your mental state, because you're able to um, see the positive and, and, and see where there there's something to be grateful in, in everything that, that's happening around you.
2: You know, I, I think the other Sorry. thing too, Candice, is that with that positivity, that a lot of the examples you gave are also possibilities. Yes. And, and things to pursue and look into, you can tuck a little more money aside, you know, sure, there might be a strain on the, on the income a little bit, but like you said, gas is expensive. Well, it was expensive <laughs> and it's, you're still, you know, less wear on your car, et cetera. It opens your mind to possibilities. And when you're thinking possibility, 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 the, the, the limiting belief of, of, of panic is a little harder you know we're just worrying about am i going to be alive tomorrow and if that thought does hit you then like you said jump to that gratitude hey i did (laughs) i made it to another day we can all be more grateful for every day now and then we can turn our mind to that hey what can i what can i make out of this moment like you said whether it's something esoteric like more time with the kids or the grandkids or you know people being at home or it's some money saving or whatever when you get your mind focused on what you can possibly make out of this moment, it doesn't leave a lot of room for the negative thoughts and the, and the fear of what. When you say, what am I going to do? You yes. don't have to worry about what's going to be done to you. <laughs> so, yes. That's the problem. Is we're all standing here idly going, what's going to happen to me? Well, hey, wasn't it Abraham Lincoln who said the best way to predict your future is to create it right so you decide what's going to happen to you because you're still in control 99.9% of what happens in your life at this moment and you're in a whole new place and with a whole new world in front of you so if you're going to sit and obsess about the 0.1% lack of control we all have right now about our destiny and our future wow that's a that's a waste that's a real waste so I love that I love that you're always about the gratitude but we can take both angles now. We can be grateful for what is, and we can be grateful for what we're about to create. Yes, yes.
1: So I think there was, um, you know, talking about attitude of gratitude, and we always talk about it. And I think in the past year for myself, that has been like in the spotlight, right? Um, We're talking about, okay, we're grateful because, okay, yes, we're saving money in some areas, However, despite the fact that there's a financial burden because we're not making as much income as we used to, there is the the aspect of gratitude because we're spending more time with our children. Uh, So we have that as well. And, but at the same, so those are external factors, but also I feel grateful gratitude for internal intrinsic uh, growth uh, in terms of discovering myself, what can I do to grow, keep on growing 100%. despite the challenges that are presented in front of me. And these right. are not just, ch- these, these challenges, at the end of the day, I, you know what? It may sound funny, but it's like fertilizer. It's like f- fueling me, or fuel. It's fueling me to grow. So
0: 100%.
1: as an in-home personal trainer, I can't go to my clients' homes because I can't be face to face with them. I can't be in the same home because of self-isolation. This is like, as I mentioned earlier, it's day 16. What can I do? Online training. How can I make that experience? And it's not about you know, train, giving the exercise. It's what, what kind of experience can I give to my athletes? So I'm thinking of strategies. I'm learning, I'm listening to different people. I'm listening to uh, other coaches like you guys right here where I'm inspired, I get ideas. And as, as fitness professionals, we have to gather ideas from different places in order to thrive. And I, I think that's what I'm grateful for is that opportunity. I know um, we can marinate in our sorrows, but yes. it's, it's pointless. We want to swim forward. We can, we can, all, live it, we
0: can all live in, oh, oh, oh is me right now, if we desire to. I um, think uniting
2: the two thoughts of what you guys have, too, is that we've never had a better time to take time for personal growth. I mean, how many, yes. how many of us, I bet every one of us here could allude to at least one program or course or something, even just a book that we've been meaning to get to. And I don't know about you guys, but I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've eaten about 18 (laughs) books in the last, you know, and I've, I've just, you know, crossed the third course off my list of things. So many stuff that I had not gotten around to. And, you know, as I'm going through these, I'm writing down barrels of content to share with people things Mm -hmm. to put out thoughts that have been sitting trapped in that book for the last hour, many months. And, so there's so much time for that, whether personal growth is reconnecting with family, personal growth is empowering yourself, personal growth is creating new revenue streams, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter how you define it. Never have we had more imposed time. We have no choice but to take advantage of buckets of time. Mm-hmm. And again, if we're going to spend them, woe is me or panicking, that's just what, what a horrible waste. Because when the smoke clears, whether some of us are in a hospital bed or you know, some of us are walking down the street, we'll all look back on this time and go, my God, so much beautiful, precious time was available. And either I made the most of it or... I, I totally wasted it. I blew well, it. I
0: also I also feel that right now, if you're in the midst of um, living in, in scarcity, or oh woe is me, I feel it's going to be extremely hard to transfer over when the the smoke does blow away. Um, I feel you're going to um, if if right now I'm not saying. Um, If right now financials are are hard not to look into um, building strategies so that if something again happens, you're a little bit more secure. But I feel that if you're constantly living in fear right now, um, when everything goes out... um, Going to go with friends to that event, you're gonna be oh no I can't because I need I need this money. What if something happens again? Um, or no 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 no, and you're gonna be shelving sho- sho- your stocks, uh, stuffing your sto- uh, shelves full, and, and and you don't need to. Um, I feel that you need to start trans- transitioning over now um, to understanding that there's so many so much possibilities. Um, in inwards and, and outwards um, for us to grab hold on and, and really dive deep in whether it's working inwards um learning more about yourself who you are um working on programs projects um developing online training like you're doing um all that kind of stuff um is really important and then yeah all of the outward um gratifications that we still have um that we're still available. Available to us at our fingers, um, being grateful that we, you know, can stay in a warm house and all that thing, all that stuff is very important. Um, so, I feel that it's really key that we start trying to transition our fear um, to faith right now that as individuals and, and a society and the and world are going to get over this and, and, and will conquer it and it will defeat it and will come out prosperous over, over time.
2: And the other thing is that the world is going to change. I mean, we'll never be quite the same after this. That's that's in our nature. And like you said, you need to condition the mindset, not just for the moment, but for the future. The people who have a, a, a mindset of abundance right now are going to come out of this into a world that is different, and they're going to embrace the difference, and they're going to run with it, and they're going to see it as an opportunity to reset some things, to change some things, to reboot, to change... Those that are in scarcity now will stay in scarcity, and they will come out of this just waiting for the next crisis. And, and they'll waste all the beautiful time in between. And when the crisis arrives, that'll be their tiny pathetic awful horrifying moment of, of gratification when they go see I told you we were going to have another crisis you know it's like Nostradamus right I predict all will go wrong well you're never going to be wrong because of course eventually it will so well, those who I mean, are predicting also- that there will be right in the world to take advantage of those are the people they're going to create growth not only for themselves but for all of us
1: I just want to get Patrick in. Uh, he's been trying to get a word in. Yeah, What's up? What, what's
3: on your mind? What are your yeah, Patrick, thoughts? Patrick, you know, I got to tell you, one,
2: one email would have saved you and I the embarrassment of this shirt fiasco. It's, it's well, really... I,
3: I just figured if I stayed quiet, people would just think it's you and me taking turns <laughs> talking, so it'd be okay. <laughs> uh. So for those
1: of you listening right now, uh, both Patrick and Blake are wearing the same colored shirt,
2: have the same beard style, and pretty much the same hairstyle. And we look wonderful. It's I really guess. just a practical oh. joke that uh, Joseph played on us, actually. That's <laughs> what it is, yeah. <laughs> he told us next week to show up naked. We didn't yeah. fall. Uh,
3: no, Who knows what's the bottom zoom, half, like? guess. guess.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: I guess for me, what I've been uh, trying to do is a little more um, reflecting, which I'm normally not uh, super great at. Um, everyone says that everything you go through shapes you and molds you for what's to come. Um, and I, I don't always, uh, I guess, appreciate that or, or notice it. And actually, even just talking with uh, Joseph um, a week or so ago, um, some of that came up just in conversation and reflecting back of some of the past uh, work experience I've had and different things I've, I've gone through, um, I feel kind of prepared me for this sort of moment of isolation and limitation of what resources and what you have. So uh, I'm trying to take a little bit of time to think back of what I've gone through and then resetting my focus on looking ahead to where I want to go. And like we've all kind of said, um, there's a, a laundry list of goals and things I want to do uh, and just never had the time. Uh, and now I have the time, so I need to make the most of it. Um, and I've been sharing some, some uh, kind of word of the day or information uh, kind of posts with uh, some of my, my community. Um, and one of the things I talked about, which again came from my experience was adaptability. So everything changes so quickly. Every day there's a new policy, there's new mandates of crowd numbers and and this and that. So um, everything's going to change. So you got to be adaptable to that change. Uh, listen to us out there. Uh, take it in, not overdo it, but take it in, be aware, and then apply that to your life. And um, having the ability to adapt to day-to-day tasks um, or day-to-day information that's coming in, but also adaptability to maybe tweak or change or adjust. Uh, yourself if you're working towards a certain goal and you hit that bump in a the road then maybe I need to tweak and adjust and, and take a, a right turn instead of a left and go a different way uh, to get there so having that adaptability and not get so I find sometimes we get so strung up on uh, completion or failure and not knowing that it's kind of that movement along the way that kind of gets us to where we want to go and if it doesn't work one way then we just need to do a little shift and go around the other way so those are kind of the two Kind of overall i guess themes i've really uh taken on the last week week and a half um and then kind of little bits here and there to try to mold and and move forward and and again do those things that we've all um all said we're doing and we're all kind of going the same places just at different levels so i'm just trying to get those steps in motion so that i can progress myself to that next level uh in the business as well and what's really interesting what i'm seeing from you patrick especially on social media those daily
1: not the personal train not the the workouts but at 6 p.m every evening you're giving some form of coaching online like video just words of inspiration and it's the first time and I'll be honest from what I've seen that you started doing this regularly not just the Mm workouts but this regularly and the coaching and you're discovering something about yourself right now that you didn't think you you possibly didn't think you were able to do but now you're able to do and now it's opening up more doors for you Mm -hmm. that's what I find interesting about this where a lot of people um are finding who those who didn't find it easy to go live on instagram on facebook that's the hardest thing to go live to do public speaking is the hardest thing and everybody strives for perfection but at the end of the day everybody's going live embracing imperfection
2: and just riding that 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 wave of growth yeah yeah, I love your emphasis on the flexibility, Patrick, because, you know, Candace and I were focusing on the gratitude, the possibilities, the the positives that we should try to embrace. And you're talking about what we have no choice but to embrace. It's, you know, that, that's been thrust upon us, whether we like it or not. Every day, every hour, sometimes every minute is different. It's, you know, our fate as a, as a race and, and our, our own possibilities, everything just boom, 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 boom. Uh, misinformation aside, you know, even with just the flow of good constant, you know, fact, it's still changing all the time. So that's imposed upon us. And again, if you are going to fight it, you're going to be swimming upstream in acid. And if you learn to embrace that and create your own flexibility, then, you know, boom, my emphasis right now, and it's everything that I'm teaching, as it were, whatever I put out there, the underlying message is that this is the opportunity to reboot to or retcon or whatever you know, word you want to use your life. Shut
0: him skin. Shut him skin.
2: That's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is the moment to start setting, creating habits that you said I don't have time for. Uh, not enough time is not an excuse for 90% of the world now. You can't use that excuse. So take the time. Punch those habits in. And when life starts dripping back in. It'll not. It'll run into those blocks that you've created, and it'll ride past them, and they'll stay. They'll, they'll be sacred yeah. if you let them.
0: Right now is is I find really important for all of us um, to to look at the scale that we put importance on. um, I feel we all have a scale of importance and everything that we do, everything that we have, everything that we own, everybody that's in our life, everything that like our work our everything, our environment, what we do, our habits is on a scale of importance. And I find right now is a very important time to take a look at that scale and say, okay, where does everything lie? And, can I shuffle some things around because am I, is it really important that I have to do um, the dog run or this, this and this right after work when I know that is the best time for me and my husband to spend time together, but I don't take it. But then I get angry that I don't have time with my husband. Little things like that are very crucial that we all sometimes don't even recognize that we're doing to ourselves or to our family or to our environment. And it's I find really important that if we take time right now to look at our importance scale and figure out where we can plop things in appropriately, when life does come back into play, we'll be able to transition and, and not resist so much uh, uh, of what's happening now and what's happen- what's going to happen in the future.
2: And further to that, you know we need to examine that list but we also have to take a step back and see that that list has been shuffled for us those lists of importances have been changed and instead of resenting that our list has been disrupted we need to rejoice that it has been disrupted and consider then consider like you said when we're making those changes take a look at a few that have been already imposed upon you and say look life has said right now this is how you got to do it maybe in the future That'll be a good way to keep it. Maybe not. Maybe some things should be shifted back, whatever. But the examination can begin by first not resenting and being angry about the change that has been brought into your life. Embrace yeah. that change, whether it's your list, your habits, your, your whatever, even, even how you process fear. It's, it's going to be different today than it was even two weeks ago. Embrace the changes, get inside them and realize that at a moment like this, your true self is pouring out. So your mind is is shutting down a little. That's scary. But the joy is that that means your heart and soul have kicked into high gear. And those are the voices you should be listening to anyway. And so start examining and thinking using that, that true self device. And let this go ahead and be quiet for a while. Just let it sit in quiet panic. It's, it's, t- it's talked enough, you know, like me.
1: <laughs> I think what happened is because all of this – All this—it's the way it has been happening—has been a shock for everybody in the world, you know. From going to like oh a couple of cases, okay, just like a little virus, and even people denying it or just dismissing it, saying yeah I can handle it, just a little bug, it's a virus like the flu. To being like, holy smokes, we got to stay inside as much as we can to control this, to keep it at bay. And a lot of people went in without a structure and what happens um, when you don't have structure in your life. Uh, what I mean by that is like scheduling a plan. What do you have? What's your routine and what are your goals? What, what's your vision? What's your mission? Once you have that established and you know what you need to take, then you're able to assess, take a step back. But if you don't have that, you're, you're pretty much, how would I say it, on that big door floating in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, all right? Yeah. Um, as, your, as your lifesaver. So, you know, one question I I would tell, you know, for the people listening to this or watching this, do you have something that's structured already? Do you have, if you look back the two weeks, two weeks ago, did you have a structure? And today, do you have a structure? If you didn't have one, how does you develop a plan in order to live every day still feeling, uh, uh, still with emotions of gratitude, with emotions of hope for the future?
3: Right? all uh... sorry, I saw a quote from, uh, Brennan Burchard the other, other day. Uh, and it basically said, there's always uncertainty in our lives. Uh, now's the time to take a look at how you handle it. And are you making the best use of that? Do you have mm-hmm. a proper strategy to handle that uncertainty? Cause yeah. there's always going to be something, like we said, something's going to happen. So now's a chance to really look at your plan and look at your, like you said, your, your systems and your processes and, and reevaluate them. And so you can prepare for just day-to-day uncertainties, let alone something uh, to this level.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. It's a, a couple of points. It's almost like a, a spring cleaning,
3: mm-hmm. like literally yeah.
1: like springtime. It is a spring cleaning. You're doing, you're doing a, a review. You're doing a review. Yeah. And I think that's what we need to do is look back where you were two weeks ago to where you are today, right? How have you changed and where, how are you going to be better in the next two weeks? Right? Um, so you look at that. And there's also other belief systems. And I, I, I love, I always talk about belief systems with everybody, a lot of people, including my family, because sometimes they have these belief systems like, um, well, you know, if this happens, well, you can't do this. Uh, uh, or like lifting up something heavy, you're going to hurt your back. No, if you do it properly, you're not. But it's just a belief system because of the past experience that created that belief system. Like physical activity. And there's so many people who, You said they didn't have time for working out, physical activity, or they need a gym. You know how many people are working out at home now? Find that they have the ability to work at home?
0: So many. So many people. Thousands all over the world.
2: I just Hmm. read today, Good Life says it's probably not ever going to rescind the online programs it's now creating. Um, And same with Cineplex on a a less less fit level. But two major organizations that have said there's no sense in, in, in rescinding these. Some people are still going to see this as an option in the future, and it's just been so successful. Uh, and for, for good life's part, they're just saying this has served the need because not only have we seen a shifting, we've seen new people that never got around to signing up, that never got – they've signed in. They're on. And they're doing it, and they're you know, doing they're so, so. They so said it would be a disservice for us to take these services away because there will be people in three months' time who still want them.
0: Yep. Well, it, it's it's opening up a lot of doors for the people that um, don't feel comfortable being in, in, in a room with a bunch of other people that uh, they might feel are, are watching them or are not comfortable with their body or they want to try out a new class, but they're not comfortable with their coordination so they want to give it a try before they actually go live little things like that this is opening up so much opportunities for trainers and for clients
2: yeah it is and i think think people that 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 wanted that you know they don't want to go to the gym but they didn't see the home option either it's now they're feeling that sense of I have no choice. They're getting stir crazy there. You know, they don't have something to, to as an excuse or a distraction. So they finally said, this is it. And, and they've gotten yeah. to it. And I'll bet that this crisis has, you know, you, we worried that it was going to take people out of fitness is going to take them away from it. I think we probably put more
3: in.
0: I think, yeah, so. I think given,
3: given those two, the ones, like you've said, that, um, there's some that didn't think they could work out without being at a gym and having all the equipment and everything to go, they could just move their bodies and to try to get that message out there. um, You guys all know it's tough. Not everyone believes it or they just think what they see is right, that they have to sweat four pounds off of them each workout and, and lift tons of weights and move around when really they can just get up and and move their bodies, which is what they do every day anyway, and and get a little better. So I think sort of that, um, it caused them to understand that that is an option. And like you said, the combination of being a little stir crazy, maybe a little, um, on edge from all the news and information they need that release they need that outlet so something's there for them to do and that kind of gets that light bulb where oh i can do this at home in my uh underwear if i want to and and do whatever just move my body around and then i feel a lot better and i can my kids are home all day but i have energy to play with them because i did that workout this morning or i'm going to do one tonight before bed and get a great night's sleep so it's all kind of cycling in together um trying to look at the, again the bright side of that of that chaos and, and get that momentum going in people's lives to, to get them going forward to wherever that is they're going i think it's encouraging
2: that the thing that used to be a victim of distraction has now become the distraction
0: mm-hmm.
2: a lot of people are exercising because they're, That's right. they're, pan- they're trying to beat down the panic they're bored the whatever but it's like yeah i used to not do this because i was distracted mm-hmm. now now I want to be distracted from my own <laughs> worries. I conspiracy. want my
0: lungs to be healthy. A lot of people are. A lot right. of people are like, I need my lungs healthy, so I'm doing it. Whatever it may be, it's a, it's getting people started, and and it's up to um them to want to continue. But it's with all of our us. Around them, um, encouraging them by continuing to offer classes, um, you know, doing live workouts and stretches, and 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 giving people hope that with just their body um, they can do so much. Um, and, and with just moving, like Patrick said, it, it's not just moving your body, but it, it helps with the mind, it helps with the energy, it helps with just overall um, everything positive and uh, when you start moving your body you then you decide that you're wanting to eat a little bit better throughout the day because of not wanting to waste your workout or or whatever it may be it just really does just start a ripple effect so just um, get moving is just really important especially right now and getting outside I know not with people but getting outside if with your little family that you're able to be with going for walks by yourself with your dog, but just getting out in, in, in nature, um, embracing it for what it's able to do right now, rejuvenate itself with all of, without all of us, you know, fishing and, and boats float going through the ocean all the time and airplanes always in the sky. Like it's taking a breather. There's so much right now that we can just, embrace and 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 do um with 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 this time right now
2: now you guys the three of you are much more about physical training um than i am i mean i have the certifications and i you know i i I do my thing but uh you guys are more actively in it I'm i'm i've moved more over to a a cerebral coaching as it were so let me ask you guys then so i can sort of play moderator to the three trainers (laughs) Do you think that one of the big shifts over to fitness is also because people are starting to take their overall health a little more seriously? I think part of it is just people are saying, I'm going to hedge the bet against this virus uh, and start eating better, sleeping better, you know, doing that thing. Do you think that was the trigger maybe and the rest has fallen into place?
1: See, uh, what I, how I say, I want to be positive in all this. I want to be positive and say, okay, this is going to be changing some habits. And obviously this lasts more than 28 days. We know that's going to develop a habit. But we got to make sure it's consistent, and what I mean by that, as coaches, we're out there online. Okay, I didn't want to like talk about it in this call, but I think I might. Is that a lot of trainers out there are going to be off are, are are offering free online sessions? There has been talk in social media amongst the community, the fitness community, uh, the fitness professionals, that we, we there's a devalorization of fitness. So with all, it's great that we're doing these workouts for free, these quick 15, 20 minute workouts. But at the same time, we've got to make sure that these pe- that people who develop this habit come out of this thinking, okay, what do I do now? Because now, not everything's back to normal. People are going to start charging. Are we going to still do online training? Are we going to start, you know, paying, paying online training, but at a discounted rate, how we're going to do this. We just got to make sure that people, because when you give something free for a long time and what we're doing, it's, it's great. Patrick, what you're doing with your training is awesome. You do know, it every day, and especially you got that family effect, right? You know, your, your, you know, your daughter joining you. But at the same time, um, it's, we're, we're saying, okay, it's free, free, free. But when the time comes, hey, guys, you got to pay. We need the money. You know, we need to survive. It's our livelihood. Then they're, they're, they're blown back, and that might be a deterrent for maintaining it.
2: And you feel that'll be heightened by the fact that people will literally say, well, and I'm not scared of the virus anymore. So, uh, you know, without consciously saying it, subliminally, I'm thinking I'm going to go back to cheeseburgers and four hours of sleep and sitting on the TV because I'm not afraid anymore. See,
1: well, think-
0: yeah, it, it's it's like when the bear stops chasing you, you stop running.
1: It's you know what? I hope I hope I, I like I hope people continue because as a fitness yeah. coach. That makes me happy, happier than anything else. I mean, I have clients who, you know, because of financials, one-on-one training is not, it's not, it is not inexpensive. It is, it is pretty pricey per hour because you are paying for the coach's certification, the experience, the time. If you're in the home, you're paying for the drive. There's a lot of factors involved. And I had a few a client who who left because look, I need, to, I can't afford it, but I'm going to the gym. Like, great. As long as you go, and I've empowered you to continue to go twice yeah. a week, three times a week excellent but make sure it happens.
0: well and the thing is is i find that right now what you just said if you look at it um look at it as if if you right now what you're doing is empowering people to work out you're going to hope that when time does come and people start going back to regular, they're going to understand that when you do start or when all of us fitness trainers, if we do start you know, going online or, or, or we start charging again for our practice, um, it's coming from the heart and, and and it's not about that because they have now seen that it's not about the money that we're chasing. It is about building habits for them and and hoping that they grasp them and and take on and, and want to continue. And hopefully yes, with us, but if not at least going to a gym twice a week, at least knowing that we did that, um, hopefully it is the message that throughout all of our, 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 lives, um, like live training and fitness stuff that that's what people see is that it is coming from our heart is it is coming from us wanting to truly help them, um, help them in, in a time of crisis, but also help build the routine, um, that's going to help them physically. Mm-hmm. But I also find that, if you only focus on physical, people are going to notice that. So diving in with the mental uh, aspect, emotional aspect is also very key as a coach um, because everybody handles everything differently, and nobody goes through the same thing the same way. Um, so understanding that is very important, and 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 w- when you're with a client right now, and and it's supposed to you know, be this extremely intense workout that you have planned online, and they come to you an emotional racket, and they're slow, and and they're not putting enough energy um, into what you hoped was a killer workout, Um, being able to step back and, 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 you know, getting them to move their body, but also coaching them, talking to them, allowing them to do what they need to do to um, have a, a, a well-rounded session with you and, and instead of, I'm just here for your money because I need to get you moving.
2: It is an opportunity, I think, to expose more of your talents to people. that They might think you're good at knocking out a few push-ups and, and writing up some reps for them whenever they discover no no your heart and soul you're all the way in Patrick what have you found is more the, the feedback you're getting back do you, do you get more response from your words of wisdom or from your workouts
3: uh, it's a little bit of probably a little more the workouts um, the wisdom um, I think everyone's surprised that I'm sharing it um, just from the fact of it being wisdom for one um, but, but also it's it a blue shirt wisdom is a, yeah, I know, right? it's it's understood themes, right? wisdom doesn't it um, I can tell you're very wise too Um, but again, like Joseph said, that that consistency wasn't there. It was, uh, down here somewhere on my list of things that I wanted to start doing and and get doing, but there was that little block of, um, when should I do it and where should I be at and what kind of topic should I discuss? And I should have a list of things and a content plan. Um, and I found this, uh, like we've kind of said, just like people working out, it put me in that, that mindset of now is my time to, to, to grow and build my brand, I'm in, I think, a different situation from uh, the others where I'm transitioning still to my own business. I'm still at other gyms and other clubs, so I'm an employee and a contractor and trying to to be an entrepreneur. So I looked at this as I'm gonna get out there and do some content to build my brand, which is, again, on my list to do, um, with the intention to provide online training, at a, at a premium, I guess, with a little more specificity to it. So I have uh, people taking the workouts from me who enjoy them and I get great feedback and interaction. Some of them are current participants at classes at gyms I teach at. Uh, some are new, some are, are clients I had when I used to work in Nova Scotia um, at gyms that I used to teach uh, and some are new. So the idea being hopefully that uh, at a point I can say, okay, uh, we've, we're doing these free workouts. I'm going to keep doing them. Uh, at the time, as long as my schedule permits on what we're having right now. Um, But here, if you want something more specific to get to your goals, uh, here's this program I'm offering. That's how I'm kind of approaching things. And the hope that is either the people taking it will uh, hop on board. Uh, or they'll know someone who maybe that's a good fit for. And they'll say, well, I'm a member at this gym. He's at already. I'm good here, but you know, my niece could really use this program um, and something like that. So hopefully that word of mouth and I'm getting um, good feedback online and, and really great uh, comments. So I'm hoping that'll turn into referrals. I'm going to ask for referrals that they can actually recommend uh, me on, on Facebook and Google once uh, I guess that opens back up. So that's how I kind of approached it. I'm, I'm getting good feedback. The, the, Wisdom um, is, is building uh, the reach isn't as big the mornings. I seem to get a better reach with my uh, videos for whatever reason um, But maybe I should wear this blue shirt in my waist. Maybe that would help um, But the, the, the evening sessions are, are growing the consistency has been there um, and I get a few again uh, Regulars that are doing the workouts and tuning in at night to watch it uh, Sometimes they tune in later. Uh, maybe the 6 p.m. isn't good for them, but they do tune in later uh, and get that. So, I think it's just for me again, that's that consistency and growing that brand. That's what I need to do. Uh, so, people know me um, that don't already. And then I want to roll out that kind of personal training package and have different systems for them, which will hopefully take me into um, either uh, um, my plan originally was brick and mortar first, like we talked earlier. Uh, Blake mentioned some other people he talked to, brick and mortar first, add online after. But maybe now that's flip flopped because I've thought of online for a while. I have, I work at a college, so uh, every two years, participants are different so i've got participants in all across canada and even internationally so those clients i could have been reaching out to online training and i haven't been because i haven't had the time to get it set up so maybe this is a way i can kind of get that business building and growing and then maybe look at and mortar uh, down the road so again like we kind of talked about um it could be a a a shift in the the, uh, order of events that things are going to go on that's kind of enforced on us but maybe this is the way uh, it should be done to kind of get that success. And this is a good flow for me. So that's how i kind of approach things. That's cool. Well, thanks for letting me
2: shift things that way, uh, Joseph. Um, let, me, let me hand it back to you and throw it back on track by saying you, you were talking about spring cleaning. And I kind of liken the moment right now, too. I don't know if some of you know that two or three years ago, my living room ceiling collapsed. My, my bathroom joined my living room for, for a few weeks. And uh, I kind of see the climate as, as similar to that. Um, we had a disaster. Uh, we had no choice but to respond. It changed our summer. it changed our focus, and as a result, we completely renovated our living room and dining room. We took the opportunity to say well, let 's get that furniture out of here since that one chair is completely ruined let 's you know let 's change over and i I really think it 's very similar to that it, The spring clean analogy is is one hundred percent, but I think if, if if people are in a disaster mind, frame of mind. And they could also take that analogy too, that your ceiling caved in. So we'll fix the ceiling, but hey, renovate the living room while you're doing it. You know, just fix yeah. and it.
1: Up. And by the way, also Aruba. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's a matter of taking that small step, right? And a lot of us, you, like for a lot of people, Blake, in your situation would have freaked out. And, it, you know, like, a lot of people have this anxiety level, and it's how to respond to a situation, right? And I think yep. it's about just taking that one small step at a time. So for all of us, relying on work that has to be done one-on-one or in person is taking a step back, yep. assessing the situation, and what do I have in my control? As written by Leif Babin in this chapter and Jocko Willink in Extreme Ownership, they talk about prioritize and execute what is in your control make prioritize what's in your control then execute it that's all we got yeah. to do right and i think being have the technologies in our control uh yep. of it and the ability internet well not the internet's not in our control but we are able to get our message out there still
0: yeah it's, it's it's really in all aspects of life in every area not just right now with with, with the pandemic that's happening um, I, I made a video about um, responsibility and if you break it down it's our ability to respond to what's happening around us within us um, and and everything and yeah just taking. Um, time to um, understand what's happening within us, how we're responding inwards, um, are we getting um, aggravated, are we getting irritated having to be inside and now we're getting frustrated with our spouse a little bit faster, um, just understanding all of those things, how are we responding To right now, to the present moment, um, to what is in our control and what is not in our control. And then we all have so much different abilities within us um, that we can grab hold on and, and, and create opportunities. I have the ability now to work on my eight-week mastermind um, that I'm building on um, um, getting self the self-flowing. Um, I have the ability to take my dog for longer walks, um, let her run a lot more, where normally I'm gone throughout the day. She gets walks with the shorts, um, little things like that, just finding what's within our ability um, and our way to respond is very, very crucial.
2: She's finally found time to talk to me. <laughs> and it, i didn't hear from her for the longest time in this, this all i finally had the opportunity to talk to you blake to what's that
1: <laughs> we finally resurrected the idea of the coaches round table i, yeah. I know yeah like <laughs> i said, look it. what it took <laughs> but um so yeah that's it right Candice? i mean yeah it's, it's the way we respond to it i think all of us on this screen right now we've have one person in common or two people common who remind us of resilience every day and who've given us who has given us the foundation who have given us those two people the foundation to be more resilient and for, uh, I mean I, I guess we could all agree this it's uh, Sergeant Ken and and Stephanie Stephanie yep. Walker. those are the main people in our lives and that's what we have in common that's how we all met except Patrick I met you through Mark But I'm always the odd man I it's that's okay
2: <laughs> but we all have and the I met you connection. Patrick through uh, online dating
3: that's right <laughs> <laughs> the, blue, the blue shirt group
2: the blue shirt, the blue shirt. Yeah, it's a follow up to the blue man group uh, <laughs> blue shirt, blue beard.
1: but that's the thing so it's resilience and, and you know when you said something Patrick you said half of a quote I usually say and you guys know this already what we what you go through you grow through Yeah. and that's what to quote Sergeant Ken on that um, so I mean we have uh, a lot of great a lot of great content here a lot of amazing points and you know, and information that could help a lot of people get through this. Also, you know, just to see what they can do next, to take that next step forward. You know, just to recap, you know, we talked about the resilience, what expressing gratitude. And Patrick, you didn't say it, but I'm gonna quote you having a max flex mindset, right? Work with what is with what's in your control, that spring cleaning, assess a situation. If, if something, you know, now's the opportunity to document, write down what you can do. What happened the past week? What did you do? What was your life like two weeks ago? You know, and write it down. Don't just think about it. Write it down. Writing, writing provides clarity. Clarity precedes genius. And Patrick, you know who said that, right? So that, to quote Todd Durkin, <laughs> I'm quoting a lot of people today. <laughs>
0: Um, but, I, I find another really good thing right now that I feel that everybody needs to understand because i don't want anybody to um, leave listening here or watching this um, feeling that um, we ourselves um, are not feeling um, the, the the pressure the the scarcity the the fear and the the, uh, the uncertainty um, I want um, people to understand is what we're trying to help you guys with is, is honoring, um, those feelings, those emotions, um, honoring what it's bringing up within you, um, and, and, and honor and honoring everything that is um, is allowed, um, to be happening right now and understanding that, um, when you can, Feel what you're feeling, and 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 understand um, what is pure fact. And um, I I get this from Peter Krohn. I don't know if any of you guys uh, follow him. He is phenomenal. Um, he really just talks about um, talks about life in a very profound way. And when we really can just stop and breathe and understand that. Right now, in this extremely present moment, if we just close our eyes and take three deep breaths, if we can answer either yes or no to the fact that are we safe right now? If we, and you can only answer yes or no. Are we safe right now? If you can honestly understand that and embrace the fact that yes, right now we are, there are some people, that are going to really struggle with this and want to say no but right now if i close my eyes there is nothing around me that is going to harm me and right now yes a hundred percent fact that yes i am safe that gives me a sense of peace right now and we want to live right now
2: amen be where your feet are at
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's it's Being yeah. mindful, being present. I think, you so. know,
2: it's quite true that when we get together like this, when we're kind of getting together as the, the cool head contingent, we're all mm-hmm. here to say, you know, hey, let's, let's help you calm down. But you're right, you get caught up in it and you forget to say, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm scared too. I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with this as cool as I look right now. You know, it's, you know, we, 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 we don't want people to say, Hey, be like me and don't worry about anything. No, no, no. <laughs> find, find your, your strength. But you know, as the wise words say, courage only, only arises in the moment of fear. So if yeah. you run around pretending you're not afraid, you give no opportunity for courage to show itself. You've, you've yeah. got to go ahead and embrace the fear so the courage will say, "Hey, we're being back in."
3: I, I, think, I think it makes I think it a little uh, more relatable too. Where um, a lot of people, especially those maybe who don't work with us or 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 again go to the gyms and do things, uh, there's a level of difference that is perceived between a fitness professional and someone not working out. That oh, they have they get their workouts, they eat right, and they do this, and everything's great for them. Uh, kind of like we see online. You think that that actor's life, like you said, like you think of Arnold as Terminator 2, Arnold. But now, oh, he's aged. He's got a gray beard, and he's he's different. That's him. Um, there's some of that perception of that. We've got everything in check. So I feel like this is um,
0: Yeah,
3: it's the more uh, it's a more relatable approach. So now I can say um, I'm trying to do I'm trying to spring clean clean my life too. Uh, so let's spring clean my our procedures the same way I'm going to. Uh, or I had this experience before, I'm using that to to apply to this experience. So maybe you can use something like that too, or use this experience to apply to the next one. My main message for my community that I sort of uh, have online and that's, that's building is to be, uh, and I'm sure your guys, is the same thing um, is to be a better version of ourselves when we get out of this. And the idea is that the world's not going to know what hit it by the time we're done with it, because we're going to be that much better on the other side of this thing.
2: That's what I love about your, your workout things that you've been putting online lately is that you're literally telling people, I'm not making something to share with you. I'm inviting you to work out with me. It's like you're not watching me packaging something after I did my thing. This is my workout. I'm simply inviting you to join me. And people just realize, oh, you've, you're just like me. You're trying to squeeze time in and, and fit it in. And I love that humanity it's important right now. And, that's, and, that's, and I think that's the quality
1: of a coach, of a good coach. And uh, for personal, there's no, gone are the days of counting the reps. As, we're not even personal trainers anymore. We shouldn't even call ourselves personal trainers. We're, we're personal fitness coaches. Coaches guide you, okay? Not just counting the rep, but guiding you to empower you, all right? and Because we've been there, right? Being a coach, it's sharing our experience, showing our lessons, giving you our lessons. That we had through life all right Uh, the way i talk about a coach is that uh our mentor is you picture a dark hallway all right you're with this other person and you you don't know where where that hallway leads so that coach has already said it says to you i've already been down there i know where to go just hold my hand i'll give you the tools necessary to get through it so next time you ever hit a hallway like this you'll know what to do and so yes i'm I, you know what? I'll tell you something. A little, a little personal story. Day two of self-isolation. You know what happened? My washing machine caught fire, Caught smoke. Went up in smoke. Literally was smoky in the house um, because you know we were washing everything and we, and all of a sudden, boom! It just happened. Like it's it was still an old oldish machine. But to think everything's going into shutdown. How are we yep. going to fix it? How are we going to replace it? Can we invite a technician into our house? So you, can you imagine, can you imagine the thoughts? So the idea of, and I've been doing this a lot this past few weeks is what am I feeling right now? It's checking in with my emotions. Work, understanding the emotions, have a relationship with your emotion and, and telling them, hey, I understand you're here. I have, I have thoughts, but I am not my thoughts. Thank you, Derek Sweet for that. I always remember that, saying that. I have emotions, but I am not my emotions. And yeah. so, yeah, to, to when I do my workouts, I will never give a workout that I cannot do. So those past four sessions I did on Facebook live were the typical, cause I, I, you know what, I felt I wanted to do something, add some normalcy. So not only did I want to share it with my current athletes, but I said, you know what, let's share it out there and give them the opportunity to experience that online ex- feel. But at the same time, it's my, it was my workout. It was my workout, body weight only. And yesterday I did an Instagram live and I said, you know what, guys, you are a fly on the wall during my workout right now, but this is what I do. But if it inspires you to do something similar, great. Um, but yeah, no, we're like all of us. We all, you know, we have some sort of fear, but it's how we respond to it. It's how we
3: work we with it.
0: We've got to be chameleons and just adapt and change color when we need to.
3: That's that, right. Uh, that max flex that you talked about earlier. It's, it's yeah. an adaptability. It's, it's changing to the times, like you said, that chameleon effect, things are going to come up, things are going to break, things are going to happen. It's going to be a unique uh, situation. You just have to kind of make the most of it. I'm sure if you couldn't have fixed your washer situation, you would have found something to do. You would have used a kitchen sink to wash your clothes in and hang them up or, uh, or sew new clothes. Cause I know you're very good. Uh, found with a Thread needle, bathtub, stomping them clean. <laughs> Um, and one of the things kind of back to that max flex, uh, the max flexibility that came to me for those uh, who didn't listen to me on the mindfully resilient podcast, which you should, it was a great episode. Candace as well. Um, very that is a great, that was a
1: great podcast, by the way, the mindfully resilient podcast. I, I like it. Uh, I right. it's good.
3: Um, so I had the privilege of working for our military for 10 years, part of which was doing a deployment to Afghanistan. So in that zone, um, we're limited supplies are limited resources limited things are supposed to come they don't come uh, plans change something happens uh, operation wise that changes the, the the operations of the base and what we can offer so we had to be max flex maximum flexibility because they could come over and tap me on the shoulder right here and say you've got to get off that right now something's going on or, or our comms could be just cut off just like that and then I have to find a different way to get through the day um, and then my experience there uh, being so limited, I found I got, um, at the time, I, I have to get back to this from time to time, obviously, like anyone else, but I got better at not sweating the small stuff. Small little things, like we said, control to controllables, things that were out of my control that came up that didn't really, in the big picture of things, yes, it's an inconvenience, um, but is it really going to ruin my life? No, I'll deal with it. I'll move on. So um, there's different levels now of things that we have to kind of sweat and pay attention to. And some of those lower level things we don't really need to sweat them that's undue stress that we don't need but we can keep our attention on our family members and on our health and on our uh, moving forward so uh, max flex and don't sweat the small stuff again tie into that kind of adaptability uh that we talked about earlier yeah i I like it so one more sorry
0: and always understanding that the day is how you make it so i posted on my facebook and my instagram um, did you have a bad day or did the day have a bad you? And why I like this quote so much is because, especially right now, there's so much that we can grab onto that is so little that we can magnify and hold onto throughout the whole day. And this beautiful day that is so out, like the sun is out, the weather's nice, you could be going out for walks with your family, but instead, you're holding on to the fact that the milk spilt and you can't put the milk back in the bags so are you having a bad day or is the day having a bad you is a quote that i always like to hold on to and just keep in mind
1: well said Uh, that's that's amazing that's amazing except if i spill milk i really don't want to go to the grocery store right now (laughs) (laughs) um so i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna cap it off so i just want to summarize everything thank you very much and for those watching and listening to this i hope you enjoyed this um a lot of great words uh remember to write down do that summary of your past week what did you do what did you do differently from your daily routine did you do anything different write it down right keep write down what whatever you're grateful for whatever the smallest thing that you're grateful for and um and smile show some teeth all right so before we end this
2: coaches the consortium of coaches any last words I just have to say, I'm, uh, for the rest of the day, I will be seeing the vision of uh, Joseph down at the river washing his clothes like the watcher woman.
3: Yeah,
2: it's uh, stuck in my head now. I may dream about
3: that. You me both, buddy.
2: Uh, try working out bath towels. That's fun. Really works the forearms.
3: I think my, uh, my kind of closing, just to kind of build on um, what we've all said and, and just to kind of tie up, is that if you need something, uh, reach out. Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is if it's physical training if it's mental health if it's a meal plan if it's someone to talk to because you've had a really garbage day um, reach out to someone text them call them uh, whatever or if reach out to someone maybe they need you to reach out to them because maybe they're having a garbage day and they just need to get something off their chest and talk or have a laugh and have a good time so um, there's so many resources online that's there But uh, never forget the power of of a personal conversation to reach out to someone. So if you feel you need to, um, if it's a coach, if it's someone you follow online, even send them a DM. Sometimes they'll they'll get back to you, or they'll see it, or maybe just that getting it off your chest will help you feel better. So all reach out in this uh, this it's a weird time, a different time. Make the most of it. But one hundred
0: percent, reach out. I also my final point is also um, right now is. a very very big time for us to show kindness to everyone around us um, because we're all going through something um, we're all going through it differently there are families out there that have doctors as husbands wives sisters aunts uncles um, we have people that um, have husbands wives going to uh, deal with people at grocery stores um, so reach out um, show kindness it's number one it's free we can all give it but also show love um, to those that are making it all possible for us to stay at home
2: definitely Um, I just want to say um, a a quote that I uh, I borrowed it but I also refined it so I take half ownership on this quote Mm -hmm. and that is that right now is the time to remember that social media still has the potential to be our worst enemy Mm mm-hmm but for the first time since the, the early conception of it, in my opinion, it has the potential to be our very best friend, regardless of how you feel about technology right now, is a time to recognize that if, if this crisis had hit us even 10 years ago, we might have been in a very different position. We certainly wouldn't have had this consortium. We would, there are a lot of things. There are uplifting videos we see every day. I was crying. Watching that lady uh, shooting the, all the uh, ambulances and the fire workers coming out and applauding the doctors to, to keep them. I'm getting all lumped up talking yeah. about it. We wouldn't have had that. I, I wouldn't have seen that. The news wouldn't have bothered covering it because it wasn't death and tragedy. You know, So social media has a, a, a power that we can wield uh, if we choose to, to really make us, help us get through this. And I guess, remember, social distancing was the stupidest word ever invented in history. It's physical distancing. Please don't social distance. People need you. Yeah. And that's I'm one hugging thing. you right
3: now, man. I'm hugging you right now. <laughs> one thing I like about the, uh, the social media, I find, is it gives me control of what I take in as far as news and information and that sort of thing. If I see someone's post that I don't really um, want to read, I kind of go past it or I maybe I give them a little mute for a few days. Uh, and I can pick the, the news sources I want to use. Um, so I find for me right now with social media, it gives me um, a better choice because sometimes I find with the, the news channels, there's too much text scrolling and, and this and someone speaks and then six uh, f- talking heads like us discuss it and debate it or ask the same questions over and it just gets repetitive. So I, I do find social media good that way as well, uh, having more control over what I take in as, as far as information uh, and sources and that thing as well. That everybody should do it. And I think everybody
1: everybody has been saying that online is limit social media, so limit the news. Okay. And don't even watch news before bed because it's just going to work you up. You want that quality sleep to stay healthy. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much. Thank you very much once again, guys. Um, this was a great, great uh, first shot um, of the consortium of coaches, a.k.a. the coaches roundtable. So thank you very much once again. Everybody have a great day. Don't forget to see. Thank All right. you. Thanks, we'll
0: see, see you again soon. Yeah, yes, care. thank you. Thank you. Well, my friends, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you guys took away some insights that you can implement into your own life. I hope you guys got some laughs. I hope you guys... Um, Enjoyed it, and I hope you guys are going to use it as fuel. If you guys did, please like, subscribe, and leave a review for the Positive Spark Plug podcast. It truly does help. And tag us in it on Instagram at Spark Plug Wellness, at Papa Joseph, and at Blake Miles, and at Pat Your Back, Pat On Your Back. Um, and let us know what you guys think, please. Um, thank you guys and stay tuned because more episodes are coming out.